Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Ranchelle Van Bryce is a dynamic force dedicated to helping women live their purpose and manifest success in all life facets. From professional achievements to creating a new relationship with their business as well as improved well-being. As a business intuitive, sacred commerce coach, author, and host of a podcast slash TV show, she excels in illuminating each woman's unique potential. Co-creator of this summit, Ranchelle is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Ranchelle. We need to hear cheers. I have Dr. Cindy Sai in the house. Uh, so uh, I'm so honored that you are uh, able to be here with us. Thank you so much. We are going to be talking today about Say Yes, Become Your Own Inspiring Success Story. And, you know, I just uh, love love this opportunity. I think just even saying yes, right, making that decision and saying yes to ourselves. And we have this resounding theme, don't we, everyone, uh, the live audience, if you're with us live or listening afterwards. And it's really what I keep on hearing over and over again is it really begins with us. We're, we're such powerful individuals. And when we can say yes to ourselves. And so I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, what you have to share. And before we do that, before I hand the mic over to you, uh, please allow me the honor of reading your bio. So Dr. Cindy Sai is an award-winning, board-certified internal medicine physician, TEDx speaker, best-selling author of So Much Better, and founder of Yes and More, a wellness life coaching and speaking agency taking an integrative, integrative mind-body-spirit approach, helping accomplished women get grounded in who they are meant to be. Anyone get shivers? Oh, I just love that. As a leader, physician, and patient herself, Dr. Sai saw and experienced the impact of chronic stress on the body and was compelled to do more than prescribe medication as a Band-Aid. Through her own healing journey, she explored and trained in a wide range of modalities, emphasizing, and pardon me, and emphasizes taking an integrative approach to wellness. As an entrepreneur, she loves making a bigger impact, helping people be well so they can share their gifts and make the world a better place. Dr. Sai believes that everyone deserves to enjoy the life they worked so hard for, and it's time to say yes to yourself and more. Uh, let's give her a round of applause. All right. So, Thank you so much. Button. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and and I would love for you to share your story. It sounds really intriguing to me. It sounds like you uh, experienced uh, stress in your life or something happened in your life. And had you have this shift, this awareness, this aha moment. And so I'd love for you to share that with the audience. Yeah, for sure. So ever since I was young, I was very health conscious and I would be drinking water instead of juice and doing all the things to, to be healthy. Um, I grew up with medicine around me. My dad was a surgeon and I saw how important it was to take care of yourself. And so I was always very interested in science, the human body. And so being a doctor, and I knew I wanted to help people. And so I thought that being a doctor was the best way to help, to help keep people, help people stay and be healthy and well. Mm -hmm. 
And so I worked really hard going to all the top schools like Johns Hopkins, Dartmouth, Ivy League education, checked off all the boxes, always so focused on becoming a physician. And I did it, you know, I was able to go through the process. um, But along the way, there were always these whispers of, is this really what I want to do? And I think for people who have gone through extensive training, who understand that it's a process and it takes a long time, but the farther along you are, you're that much closer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just keep going. Just keep going. You know, you're almost there. And so for me, I just kept going, kept staying focused many, many years of training And then until one day when I was in residency training, this was more than 10 years ago now, when I woke up one day not being able to see. Wow. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Um, I talked about this experience and, and how it all unfolded in my TEDx talk. Yeah. Where basically the whole room was dark and blurry and it was like something was covering my eyes and it was terrifying frustrating confusing you know as a physician I'm trying to diagnose myself and right to stay calm um but go and also so you know going to see doctors and um the lab's actually looking fine yeah but then I wasn't fine right my my vision, my prescription increased threefold overnight. Yeah. And so there's clearly a disconnect somewhere. Yeah. And for the doctor to look at my labs, look at me and to say, you know, this is interesting. Yeah. Right. You don't want to be interesting. Right. It is interesting. Yeah. So basically, um, you know, a week later, other symptoms started coming up and I was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition that was a rare condition um, impacting my eyes that could have led to full blindness. And so this one in a million, right, statistic, and it's like, okay, well, of course, so with autoimmune conditions, we know that it's usually because there's significant inflammation in your body. Right. And so I had to pause and to ask myself, where was this inflammation coming from? Right. And a big answer, big part of that answer was stress. Yeah. And it was interesting because even though I was always health conscious and trying, you know, to do the self-care, go exercise, eat well, leading up to this point, I was working nights in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And during the day, instead of sleeping and resting and catching up, I was still raising my hand and doing other things, volunteering and drinking caffeine to stay awake, right? And to get through the day and then at night and just like still have such a busy mind yeah, because I was still thinking about all the things I didn't do that I should do, all of the things. And so I was never able to really be present. And what I realized through my own healing journey was that the body has its own intelligence. Yeah. 
and it talks to us. So we need to pay attention to these messages. <laughs> right. Yeah. Isn't, there's a couple of things um, that I've heard you say. So one is, of course, this last one is your body has its own intelligence and it's speaking to us. And eventually, of course, if you don't listen, then, you know, it will um, it will, I always say, force force her hand. <laughs> right. Yeah. The other piece is um, what I've noticed myself in it um, is that when we become used to stress, whatever that looks like or feels like, we don't even know we're under stress. And uh, so our mind might not feel like we're under stress. Our emotions might not like it's just that's just that's just the life. I mean, right. You're a resident. Of course, you don't get sleep. Of course, you study. Of of course, you know, and we pass off what we're what's going on as a normal everyday. Well, this is just the way that it is. Yet our body is telling us. Um, And so I just love that you're sharing that message, because I think sometimes we do like I know me personally. Um, you know, when I've been to, uh, to around different uh, practitioners, they're like, you have so much stress in your body. And I'm like, but I don't feel stress. Yeah. I don't feel it. Right? I don't feel stressed out, but my body tells me something different. Um, and so please go on, continue. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Them. And it really becomes habitual, right? As humans, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. And we actually are very resilient. And we can really take on a lot yeah and I think also as women especially you know wearing so many different hats and all the things and so basically for me in my healing journey it was really about taking a pause taking an integrative approach to healing to wellness looking at integrative medicine functional medicine looking at the root cause bringing in mindfulness coaching biofield energy healing like all the things you know I was in it. I was being a guinea pig, trying it all out because I didn't want to have to be on steroids and immunosuppressants for the rest of my life if I could help it. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully I was able to heal myself through all of that. And, you know, really being able to see the other side of things as a patient has really helped me significantly also in my clinical practice as well right and I think you know what you're talking about too is the integrative approach not throwing one out versus the other but how do you how do you use utilize both in our life and I and I believe um uh I believe and I am asking your opinion as as well but I believe that we're really moving towards that more and more don't you think so Dr. Sai that we're so aware now of both and we're not that there's more people, more doctors out there, like medical practitioners who are more open to what you're talking about. Definitely. It's very encouraging. I do think about integrative medicine as the future of medicine, because mm-hmm. it's not one size fits all. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of times people, as I mentioned in my TEDx talk, a main message was that the quick fix is not a fix in mm-hmm. terms of our health and wellness. Right. Right. And a lot of times we think about Western medicine as associated with medications, with procedures. And, you know, that can be a part of the picture for sure. Right. You know, please don't wash this and like flush all your pills down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's important to recognize that there are so many other modalities out there as well that are very much very powerful and can really help you get into that mind, body, spirit, balance, 
an alignment, right, to really support your wellness overall. Yeah, beautiful. And so um, today's message you're sharing with us, you know, you're talking about saying, yes, become your own inspiring success story. And so I know you have some important points to share with us. And so if you could start with that, that would be fantastic because I'm uh, certainly uh, interested in hearing what you have to share. It's all about me, folks, just in case you didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think the first point is to recognize that a lot of times we are living a life of should. And in order to say yes to yourself, you have to first know where you are. And so I want to highlight a couple examples of what living a life of shoulds may look like so that you can be aware. And so I think about this need to be and do more in all areas of your life, right? right? And then oftentimes there are feelings of guilt that are driven by obligation. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of women who are also moms and career women, executives, and they talk about mom guilt, right? It's a very real thing. And that's a lot of pressure along the same lines of um, a fear of disappointing others. I think as women, a lot of times we receive messages growing up, culture, social media, the news in terms of, you know, what's expected, what a a good person should be like and do. And and then I think it ends up leading to people not prioritizing self-care and not Mm -hmm. themselves. Yeah. Right. And so I think over time, when this continues on, what it what happens is that people become more and more disconnected with who they really are. Right. And then it leads to a lot of confusion about, okay, well, who am I really? What do I really want? Right. And then they're not their full authentic self. And it can be really challenging to go from that place to, you know, their dream life. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you think the should culture is also, are you saying it's connected to the fact that we don't know necessarily who we are, like we go through that period of time? Or is it because we are living in a should culture, then we feel a disconnect? Does that does that question make sense? Like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Well, I'm going to say that usually shoulds probably come first as in, I think of shoulds as inherited rules from others, from culture, from society, and they're oftentimes limiting us. Right. And so usually we start out as kids, you know, as just amazing light, you know, just everything is possible, you know, creative, all the things, having fun. And then as we grow up, we go through different experiences. We go through school. We hear about, you know, um, we receive messages from family, from teachers. And then we're essentially learning these rules in a sense. Yeah. And so I think that it really depends on what environment you were in growing up and also just the level of awareness that you have because once you're aware then that's really powerful because you can actually question is this serving me and what to do instead 
Yeah. And so then is awareness part of what you um, you were when we talk about like the, the our points or the, the, the point of topic today, then are you is awareness part of what you want to share with us as well? Is that like the next key? So being like there's a should piece, right? And, and putting self limitations and then on at least that's what I'm hearing. Am I correct in making that connection? Yeah. So first, I think it's important to be aware of the shoulds and then letting go of that, you know, being intentional about, okay, well, what's actually working for you? And a big part of that is really connecting to your intuition, Mm -hmm. right? And getting grounded again. And so I talk a lot about various mindfulness awareness practices Mm -hmm. to help you get back into your body. Right. Because the body has its own intelligence. Right. And we want to really learn to listen to it again and to work with it together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite mindful practice in order for you to uh, listen to your body, to get to, to be part of your, to get into your body? What is your favorite one? Yeah. Well, I usually meditate pretty regularly every day. And so I, think a simple breathing practice is very helpful. And there are many different types of breathing patterns that can be helpful for people. You know, if you want to focus on there's like box breathing, four, six breathing, four, seven, eight, these are different methods that you can look up. And basically, it's helpful, especially if you have a busy mind to be able to focus on some type of counting or some type of anchoring. So for me, it's, it's a breath practice that really helps to ground me. Yeah. I love that. And do you personally have a favorite breath practice? So I do four, seven, eight pretty regularly. Yeah. Yeah. I like to set alarms to check in throughout my day also, because Mm -hmm. I think so often we are our days can go by really quickly. And so I think that's really important to have those periodic reminders and just check in and know that um, a lot of times this doesn't take long, right? Right. Just less than a minute, 30 seconds. And to really take those intentional breaths so that you can ground and really reset and focus. Yeah, I love that. And I believe that um, as we're sharing, as we're talking about this, your uh, gift that you have to, uh, for the audience uh, is also uh, meditation, I believe. And so I know that uh, we were talked about that. Uh, there we go. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, connect to your intuition, free guided meditation. So that, of course, is available to everyone. Um, and it's in our portal through the membership. So when you purchase your ticket, for those of you who have not heard me say this before, when you purchase your ticket, it's in there and available, or you can just grab it here right now. You don't have to go into your portal. It's here, but know that um, it's also in your portal. And your VIP gift is a guidebook to becoming her, your best self with visualization um, and meditation as well. And so would you love love for you to share in a few minutes here, not in a few minutes, but share with you minutes about your um, VIP guidebook, please. And thank you. Yeah. So before I talk about the guidebook, I do want to talk about that free meditation about intuition, because yeah. I hear this all the time where people are like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what my intuition sounds like, feels like. And so this is just a very simple five minute guided exercise for you to really get back into your body. And I take you through a simple 
exercise so that you get to experience what it's actually like to really use the messages from your, the wisdom from your body. So I just want to highlight that it's super simple. Um, you know, I don't think anyone, especially when you're new to meditation and all this stuff, like nobody wants to do, you know, an hour meditation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Um, and then in terms of the VIP guidebook, so this is a really beautiful exercise for those of you who really want more clarity about your best self. Yeah. And so what it is is I include a guided visualization exercise first, a guided visualization meditation, where I really help you hone in on that true self. And then from that place, there are a number of questions and reflective prompts to really guide you to basically being able to see this version of you who is that best self. And so it's really helpful for those who are thinking that, you know, you're meant for more, right? But you're not fully sure what she looks like, where she is. So highly recommend trying this exercise out. And I think, you know, a lot of times we just don't have clarity, so we don't know where to go, right? But once you have a clear roadmap and that North Star, it can really guide you so that you can take those tangible, meaningful steps towards it. Yeah, I love that. Um, And for those of you who are in uh, in the audience today, you know, uh, one of the key pieces you said uh, was for those of you who know that you're um, want what you're meant for more. That's what I heard. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, to tap back into the audience as we're closing out in our session. How many of you have felt that that you that you knew or know currently that you're meant for more, but you don't have that clarity? What does that look like? Where do you start? Um, you know, how how will that look? Right? Yes, we're all meant, meant for more. And I think that is so key. And, you know, in my upbringing, you know, I was uh, taught a lot, you know, Ramshaw, you're always wanting more. Can't you just be happy with where you are? And I remember being about 27, I think it was, so it was an older, and I said to my parents, no, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to be satisfied. I'm happy and I'm not satisfied. And so there was this confusion of happiness and being satisfied. And when I, when I became aware that, it was okay for me to want more. It was, and it was, it wasn't a bad thing, but I had raved and raised to like settle, right? Just, you know. And those quiet. are the shoulds. Right. right? The, a whole bunch, there's a whole bunch of shoulds in my life, right? And so, you know, and so then when we know that, when we know in our heart that we're meant for more, and then of course, we're following our intuition, we're saying yes. And part of you being, all, all of you being here is saying yes to this because, of course, then you have this next connection. In this last minute-ish, um, I would love for you, Dr. Sai, to just, I guess, impart some words of wisdom uh, as we close out our session together. Yeah, so I think, firstly, please practice self-compassion and learn the skill of being kind to yourself even when things aren't working out. And I think that, you know, we talk about self-care, which is really important, but I also really highlight self-compassion because 
it's important to know that life is not meant to be always rainbows and daisies and butterflies, right? (laughs) Things will happen. And so it's really important to be able to still be kind to yourself, no matter what's going on in your life. And it's really key to actually beating burnout and building resilience and wellness overall. So highly recommend that. Yeah. Self-compassion. Um, so much different energy, isn't it, folks, versus self-care, which we know is important. And self-compassion is just like I imagine right myself wrapping my arms around myself and just loving myself as is in the experience that I'm having. So um, beautiful message for all of us. Everyone give yourself right a big self-compassion hug wrap yourself around yourself tell yourself right how amazing you are thanks everyone thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the clarity confidence connection summit be sure to mark your calendars to join us in hawaii from november 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience if you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events Email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.